Hey there, teacher friend. You're listening to episode 58 of the Teacher Time Podcast. In this episode, we are talking all things classroom setup. I'm giving you some friendly reminders and sharing my top tips for setting up your classroom in a way that's purposeful, but not necessarily Pinterest perfect. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Polovchik, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Hello, hello, teacher friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Time Podcast. In this episode, I have a very important reminder for you. Whether you are headed back to school already or you're going back shortly, I know that classroom setup is likely on your mind. Okay, I know it's definitely on your mind. And during this time of the year, we start to see all sorts of like cutesy classroom setup things. And while there is absolutely nothing wrong with making your classroom a super cute space, um, something that really lights you up. Trust me, I love like all the fun fonts and stuff and cute posters as much as the next teacher. It can also be a little overwhelming and intimidating to see these quote Pinterest perfect end quote classrooms because it can make you feel like your classroom needs to be that way too, that it needs to be perfect and for lack of a better word, because there's no perfect classroom, but that it needs to look that aesthetically pleasing and have all the wonderful furniture and the bright white furniture. I love that. Or the fancy organization bins. So that's why today I want to give you a couple of friendly reminders that are going to hopefully help you remember that your classroom does not need to be Pinterest perfect and that 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 is not the most important part of your job and that that is not the most important part of your classroom setup. I want to remind you of things that you really need to be getting yourself or giving yourself permission to do or to not do as you head back to your new school year because, look, we don't want to start the year feeling overwhelmed or feeling less than or feeling like we're not doing the best job. And one way you might be feeling that way is if you think your classroom needs to be absolutely perfect and it doesn't. So I'm going to be sharing some tips of what you can do to make your classroom more purposeful this year, which will actually help you be more confident in yourself as a teacher and help you help your students to be more independent, all those good things. And so there's kind of two parts to this. I'm going to give you a couple of friendly reminders and some friendly tips. So let's jump into those reminders as you head back to a new school year. Reminder number one, 
your classroom does not need to be Pinterest perfect. I know I said this already, but I want to say it again. It's a, a big point I want to make. And when I say Pinterest perfect, I mean, I think you know what I'm talking about. It could also just be a social media picture that you're seeing. But like that idea that your classroom is just beautifully organized and set up and everything is cohesive and, you know, you know what I'm saying. So your classroom does not need to be that way is, is what I'm saying. And if you want um, some validation, if you're like a first-year teacher and you're already comparing yourself, first of all, stop that. Um, second of all, you can go ahead and search on Instagram. Oh, a couple years ago, we in the teachergram space, you know, teachers were sharing their first classroom. And um, I know I share, I did. So if you scroll back somewhere on my Instagram feed, it's there. But and there was a hashtag we were using. I can't remember. But just to show that classrooms evolve over time, um, you, you know, may tweak things um, or collect things as you teach you know, year after year, but it definitely doesn't start out like that. And even if this isn't your first year, if you've been teaching for some time and, you know, you don't have all those like fancy Pinterest perfect type of things, that's okay too. Your classroom, regardless of how many years you've been teaching, does not need to be Pinterest perfect. That's not the most important part of your job. I'll say that probably 10 times. Okay. Reminder number two. You do not need to update your classroom theme every year. Gosh, I wish I could tell myself this years ago. But look, if you want to do that, by all means, go for it if that makes you happy. Like I'm not – what I'm not saying is – I'm not saying there's anything wrong with updating your theme. However, I'm telling you that if you don't want to be doing that, you don't have to be doing that. It's not necessary. It's not, again, the most important part of your job. Also, I've found – so, yes, I used to update my classroom theme every year. Um, I would be so excited to pick a new theme. I think my first year it was like chalkboard brights. My second year I did owls. The year after that I went back to like chalkboard rainbow. It's it, I did pineapple. I've, I've done all different things. Here's the problem with that. It's fun. Okay, don't get me wrong. Love doing it. However, the problem is your – probably not utilizing things that you already have. You're going out and like buying more things that you don't necessarily need. Two, you're super busy at the beginning of the school year. You have, you know, most likely you have teacher work days, but we all know those teacher work days, there are meetings and other obligations. Um, you're also lesson planning and getting prepped for when the kids are there. You don't want to be balancing classroom decor setup with lesson planning and prepping and all the meetings and everything else that you have to do. Like there's no – if it is going to stress you out, do not do it. There's no reason to be, you know, remaking your entire classroom theme if you don't have the time to do that or the mental space. So give yourself permission. You do not need to update your classroom theme every year. Reminder number three, you do not need to be – super trendy with your classroom theme, okay? So here's another one. I know there's um, – every year there seems to be like a little trend, um, something that – a theme that everybody's really into. And I like to – so what I like to do is – don't get me wrong. I love to hop on the trends. Um, but I like to do it for like little things for myself. So like maybe my teacher planner um, might have that little trend going for it, but I don't remake my entire classroom theme. A few years ago, I – 
shifted to more of like a colored theme. So I was um, emphasizing certain colors in my classroom. Right now it's like a rainbow um, and I just make little tweaks here and there, but it's definitely not like a trendy theme. Um, It's more purposeful and it's something that still makes me happy and is, again, intentionally set up for my students. Okay. Reminder number four, it's more important to be purposeful than cute. So the one before this really led right into this. Um, Yeah, it's more important to be purposeful than cute. So for example, your classroom labels, (laughs) they don't all need to be, you know, printed and typed out and laminated. Um, You can just write them on a post-it note and stick them on like, or tape it on, you know, it doesn't need to be super cute. Again, if something is going to stress you out, if it feels like it's too much on your plate, don't do it. Simplify. Keep it simple. Last, um, in one of the previous episodes, two episodes ago, we talked about teacher mantras. So you can go back and listen to that. And one of them though was keep it simple and just reminding yourself of that whenever you feel a little bit overwhelmed. Reminder number five, You do not need to buy all of the fancy organization tools and bins. You can get those over time, put them on your Amazon wish list, et cetera, but you don't need to go out and buy them. I don't get me wrong. Oh my gosh. I love like those beautiful closets where like everything's in a clear bin and labeled. Love that. However, I have not gone out and done that because I have bins in my closet organizing my things. No, they're not the super cute clear ones. I would love if they were, but they're not. So I'm going to make use of what I have. Again, it's more about being purposeful than being like fancy and cute. Don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I'm just trying to show you how like if you are starting to compare yourself, your classroom, um, you're feeling like this pressure to go buy everything, you don't have to do those things. Okay. So he ran through some reminders. I'm going to run through those again because I feel like I gave you the reminders, but I also talked on a little bit about them. So quick run through. Reminders. Reminder number one, your classroom does not need to be Pinterest perfect. Number two, you do not need to update your classroom theme every year. Number three, you do not need to be super trendy with your classroom theme. Number four, it's more important to be purposeful than cute. Number five, you do not need to buy all of the fancy organization tools and bins. So I want to wrap up this episode by sharing a couple of tips that go along with Um, this topic of classroom setup and the reminders that I shared with you. So I'm just going to run through these. I don't think, you know, I'm not going to spend a ton of time chatting about them. I just want to give you these tips. Feel free to write them down, um, take out your notes app and jot them down. But here they are. So tip number one, map out the areas of your classroom. Be purposeful about what areas you have, what's in those areas, and how they are organized. And I do have a free resource that I'm going to link for you in the show notes. It's essentially an organization guide that walks you through some tools you might want to use to organize your classroom and mapping out what your classroom areas look like. If you want to be super organized, this is tip number two, by the way, if you want to be super organized but don't have the budget to buy all of the high-end bins, here are some more options. Um, Dollar Tree has clear bins with lids and also bins for your library, basically all the bins you need but on a budget. I love it. So they've got those like – think of like your math manipulatives, right, and how you probably have those on a shelf inside of bins or maybe you want to. So they have like those clear bins with the lids. Now, don't get me wrong, the sturdiness on those isn't, um, you know, as strong as other, you know, 
pricier bins. However, they get the job done. They'll work. So they have those clear bins with lids. They've got, I've used their bins for my classroom library and for centers for years. I mean, seriously, these last, like, if, if you use them well and your students use them well, they will last you like a good seven years. Um, I mean, some I've had to get rid of over, over the years, but some of them I just had to get rid of for the first time and I've had them for eight years. So they do hold up um, and they're, they're reasonable. And then also plastic baggies. Plastic baggies work wonders. Don't get me wrong. I would love to buy the little zipper envelope pouches um, from Amazon. Those are super fun and, and durable. However, plastic baggies, those work too. So there are ways to be organized without spending tons of money. Um, and I definitely recommend checking out the Dollar Tree. And then tip number three, if you can't laminate all the things, that's okay too. Funny story, um, I went the first two years of teaching without laminating anything. Actually, that's not true. I laminated one thing. I laminated a set of number posters. So my first day at that school, um, I I got there and I was so excited. It was my first classroom and I, I had my number posters all printed out. I didn't have anything else printed out. I don't know why. I just had the numbers po number posters. And so I, I went and I laminated them and I was so excited. Well, the next day I came back and there was no laminating film left and we never got any more laminating film for the two years that I was there. So nothing was laminated. Nothing. I'm talking no classroom things, no student activities. And guess what? everybody was okay. It was fine. So um, if you can't laminate everything, don't worry about it. If if it's going to cause you more stress, if you're like, oh my gosh, I still have to laminate, cut, all that stuff, don't do it. Take it off your plate. It'll be fine. And then tip number four, instead of doing a complete theme overhaul, right, um, make some simple updates from year to year. Don't spend the entire first few teacher work days on setup when you could be spending it on getting ready for the kids and on teaching, trust me. Um, so if you're kind of like, you know, if you like to update your theme, but you know that you really just don't have the time for it this year, don't do a complete change. Think of things that you can update um, instead. All right. So if you liked these tips or reminders, first of all, I would love for you to screenshot the episode, share it on social and tag me, share with your teacher friends, let them know about the podcast and what you love about it. That just helps us get in the ears of more teachers, help more teachers out. So um, by all means, please, please, please share the Teacher Time podcast. Um, and I'm going to link to that free organization guide for you in the show notes so that you can grab that and map out a purposefully organized classroom for yourself. Thank you so much for listening this week. I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at Teaching Little Leaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.